Kyle Brandt's Basement is brought to you by Caesar Sportsbook. Hello, my friends. I'm back. I'm back here in the basement. I'm in the home set, basketball hoop, Peloton, dartboard, you name it. I'm here and I have my very special friend back here. Josh Allen joins the basement today. It's been a few weeks. Last time we talked to him, they had just played the Bengals and we recapped the entire season and now he's had a few weeks. He's in parts unknown that I'm going to say many times when I talk to him and we got lots to talk about. The Super Bowl, what's it like watching the Chiefs win it? How does he feel about Mahomes? How does he feel about this idea that at some point he's going to have to get through the Chiefs inevitably to win this entire thing? His off season, what he's up to, what he's looking forward to, his thoughts on Aaron Rodgers potentially becoming a New York Jet, all kinds of stuff going on. Without further ado, our guy, number 17 for the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen. Let's go. And you know what I love? Omaha Steaks. Hail to the chief of steaks. Enjoy presidential savings on Omaha Steaks, favorite foods, including tender steaks, ocean-fresh seafood, air-chilled chicken, and more during their President's Day sale. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code BASEMENT at checkout and get 30 bucks off your order. That's $30 off an endless variety of delicious gourmet foods from perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals. Every bite is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Visit omahasteaks.com, enter BASEMENT at checkout and take advantage of this exclusive offer. There's a reason why Omaha Steaks has been the leader of gourmet steaks and food since 1917. No one, and I mean no one, comes close to matching their flavor, their tenderness, and the value of Omaha Steaks. Visit omahasteaks.com, use promo code BASEMENT at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. There he is, gone are the movie posters. He joins us from Parts Unknown. It's our guy, number 17, Josh Allen. What's up, dude? Hey, it's good to be back on. I know it's been a while since uh, I made an appearance on The Basement, but missed you, missed you, uh, missed, missed the film festival, missed the talks that we would have, so I'm glad to be back. It's all back, it's all on. I'm thrilled to see you, thrilled to have you. The big stuff first, important stuff. Josh, if I'm not mistaken, today, it's February 14th. What do we do for Valentine's Day? Uh, what, what are we into? What's going on? Let us in. It typically would be a, a, a nice dinner somewhere, um, you know, past that stage a little bit where all the restaurants are just so, so freaking packed. So probably just staying, staying at home, turning on the fireplace, watching a movie, making some dinner. Do you know what the movie's going to be? No, not, no idea yet. Mm. Um, so you don't have to do well i think uh listen if you want something romantic i don't know it doesn't i don't think like that's your thing the way you said we've passed the phase trust me i've been married 12 years i've passed the phase too i wouldn't do that um i'm trying to think of something i would watch i watched this crazy movie on the flight back from arizona it was called fall and it's these two girls who climb up to a 2000 tower yard uh, foot TV tower and they have to hold on and they get trapped up there. Have you seen that thing? It's I've seen the commercials for it. I think it's the same makers as 47 meters down, which is the shark yeah, it's one. like that. Yeah. Oh, it's outrageous. Um, okay. I don't know if it has a Valentine's feel, but maybe, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you guys are into. 
Um, so Valentine's, you never know. People into different things. Um, what's 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 life like right now? Like how, how's life? Just generally. Never mind. Was how are you? How have you been? I've been good. Um, didn't do any of the Super Bowl festivities last week. Just mm. really didn't want to be in the crazy Arizona and going from. I know there's the Radio Row and a bunch of different events that you can go to and do. And just didn't feel right doing them, you know. So decided to mm. stay home, lay low, um, golf a little bit, and just kind of hang out and, and relax the mental state a little bit. I missed you. A lot of people missed you there. What do you mean by didn't feel right? You've done it before. How come this year no? I just, you know, you don't want to fall into the same routine of, you know, not not making it there and then going and spending time there and, and you know, putting the attention on the wrong thing, I guess you can say. So mm-hmm. um, I've been there, done that. You know, I know there's there's some good money making opportunities, but at this point, like, you know, I'd rather I'd rather be playing in that game than uh, than do anything else. I respect it, dude, because I've covered it for years and years as a media member. And you start to see the same dudes every year and they're showing up with the same stick of deodorant or the same sports drink. And I don't blame them at all, but there is a cycle that gets into. And the first thing you sit down and say, so tell us about that unfortunate way the season ended in this exciting work that you're doing with some website I'm never going to go to. I, I, I've sensed from you a thing of like, I don't know, I've kind of done that and I'm, I'm not really thrilled with some things. I don't want to talk about them. So I'm going to just go and regroup and like, I'm not going to show up just for the check. Is that, that's right? I think that's pretty spot on. Uh, did you miss honors? I definitely missed you at honors. Uh, Could have used you there. Could have used some more familiar faces in the crowd. But I know you've always been there before. Last year, you were like right up front. Yeah, I did a little cameo with Keegan Michael Key last year. And I got to mm-hmm. say something. Uh, well, I was, I was happy to see Dable win, you know, coach of the year, which that's my guy. Um, I love him. No. I'm so happy for him. Um, you know, and, you know, Pat deserved MVP. and. Uh, you know, that whole game was was a fantastic game. I think everybody can agree on until really that last call, which, again, probably doesn't change the outcome of the game, but just kind of a different feeling uh, with that call being in place. I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I've been talking about the last couple of days. Everybody has. It was almost like it was like a walk-off penalty, you know, because they get it and then they just basically take a couple knees, kick a field goal, and it was the end of what was in, to turn into a classic Super Bowl. Do you turn into a fan and watch that and be like, oh, dude, come on, like, let's let these quarterbacks finish it? Yeah, I mean, the, you, you, you want them to let them play at that point. But again, if there was a pool, there was a pool. And I know the, uh, the DB ended up saying that after the game. And um, again, who freaking knows what happens if they don't call that? No. You know, we could sit sit here and be talking about the same thing. Um, but again, they, you know, they had a had a heck of a year. I think both teams had a heck of a year, and the quarterbacks were playing at a high level. What'd you think of Mahomes' performance specifically? I mean, it was extremely efficient. Um, yeah. You know, the way he was able to move around on his ankle and extend some plays. Um, it's pretty, pretty impressive to watch. And again, he just, you know, he's, uh, he's the MVP for a reason. He's the Super Bowl MVP for a reason. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what we got to figure out, you know, in Buffalo and how to, how to get past our little hump that we're doing right now and try to try to win one of those. That's the burden really. Cause it's not only what you're trying to accomplish in Buffalo and what Buffalo has been trying to accomplish for years. 
you know how it is, and we don't talk about this a ton during the season, but now turn on any TV, look at any social account, it's like, Mahomes, it's his league, it's his conference, it's his world, like, he's at Disneyland, he's hosting the Lombardi, you have to go through him to get it done. How does that make you feel? You're a competitor, first and foremost. Yeah, I mean, again, like you, to be the best, you got to beat the best, and you know, we didn't get that opportunity this year in the playoffs and um, or we didn't take advantage of our opportunities, I guess you could say, um, to get to where we wanted to get to. And again, they deserve they deserve it. You know, they played at such a high level. And, you know, if you look at him statistically and what he's been able to do in his first four five, six years in this league, you know, it's kind of unmatched by anybody. So, um, you know, they're they're the. The mantra of what you want to be. Uh, and how you how you need to do it because again they're just constantly in the AFC Championship game. He's been in three Super Bowls mm-hmm. now. Like you got to find ways to you know it's a copycat league, so you got to find ways to to be like them. You know, Josh. The other thing we would never talk about during the season, just I would do it out of respect for you, uh, was your elbow. But my uh, my colleagues Ian Rapport and Tom Pelissero, I'm just going to read the report. Sources say doctors are confident Allen is benefiting from rest and is progressing well from his partially torn UCLA, UCLA, UCL, and associated tendon and muscle injuries. Josh, are you benefiting from rest and progressing well? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think... How's it feel? You know, right when, uh, it, feels, it feels fantastic. I couldn't tell you any complaints about it right now. I think really after that four or five week mark, um, after it happened... I think I was pretty much in in clear skies there. Um, You know, there'd be an occasional tweak here or there if I opened a door wrong or, you know, there were some Mm. some weird things that kind of caused it to flare up. But again, it didn't bother, didn't bother me on the field uh, come game time. See, that's what I always love about you. I think, I really do feel like you have a code and a lot of things about that code are accountability, hard work, it's a meritocracy, I never make any excuses, I put all on me. As we're sitting here now, weeks after the season ended and months after you got your elbow banged up, do you think that there were throws that you missed because of it? Um, I, I couldn't sit there and, and say that confidently, that there was mm. or wasn't. I mean, I got to find a way to, to make them. You know, I, I thought we were just going to talk about, like, Sky running on the beach and the offseason stuff. This got very heavy, Josh. I'm gonna, we, need, we need to release the tension. How the hell is Sky, and is she living her best life? <laughs> come here. Come here. Come on, girl. Come here. Treat. Treat, treat. Come on. Treat. Uh, treat. She's playing frisbee. What'd she get for treats? On the staring at me. She's got these little, oh, like, the chicken jerky treats that she absolutely loves. Oh, incredible. Yeah. She's very food. Um, we love Sky. Of course, just like just like you, it's extremely food oriented. Um, you also music and entertainment oriented. I want to ask another question about the Super Bowl. Never mind Rihanna for a sec, Josh. Let's say the league went wildly unconventional, and they came to you and they said, "So, Josh, we're doing a new thing where we go year to year and we ask a different NFL star who they want to do the Super Bowl halftime. You can do anything you want. We'll get anybody. Who are you picking to do the Super Bowl halftime?" a great question i know <laughs> give me give me five seconds to think of, i'm just trying to think of who i because i got a thought of what you're gonna say go ahead i'm just trying to think of good performers 
Uh -huh. Probably. You know, all like all the older ones that I like aren't really around anymore. Um, like who? Elvis. Oh, obviously Elvis, uh, Frank. Yeah. Um, mm. I, I would probably say like Journey, or maybe the Eagles. If I don't know if the Eagles Let's are still going strong. Eh. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Bieber. Bieber would be fun too. I would say he'd be up there. I think like kind of bring some old school soul back into it, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm shocked because I should have remembered this because I know that you have really eclectic tastes and like some of your pregame music is real old fashioned. But like I thought Bieber would fly out of your mind. I did not expect Journey with Wheel in the Sky and Don't Stop Believing and anything, but that probably would bring the house down, right? It would. It absolutely would. I think it did. It requires the right crowd. Um, but again, I think everybody at the Super Bowl, right, there's not too many just like football fans there. It's very corporate. And you look at all the boxes and, you know, people in the stands, it's it's usually older people. I think that they would enjoy that. I think they would too. Believe me, there's a lot of people. Who doesn't? Listen, there's, there's two kinds of people. There's kinds of people who admit that they like Journey when they're at a wedding or something. And then there's liars. It always hits. And I love that you picked that. And I think that we're going to put this clip out here and the people from Journey are going to hear it and they're going to be the Super Bowl in Vegas. Josh, I hope you're playing in that game. You just won't get to see them. That's right. <laughs> I'll, I'll see it uh, through the game. All right. So let's keep the same levity and the same casual feeling. Uh, the last time we spoke, we, uh, you had just lost at home to Cincinnati to football. We talked a lot about it. You were great. Um, very honest, very candid. Several weeks later, when you're going through your day in parts unknown, do you think about the game? How much? Yeah, I mean, I, you think about it a lot. I, mean, I, I still do. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it is what it is. We, we're going to learn from it. We're going to move on. Um, you know, I think as a, as a staff, as an organization, I think we're all on the same page right now. I think from, from Bean to, to Coach McDermott, uh, to myself, and relaying it to some other guys on the team, um, of just knowing that, you know, what needs to happen moving forward and uh, just sticking together. And, and again, the only the only way is forward. So you know, we got to put our heads down and just keep working hard and keep marching forward. Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts said something about it on Sunday night when he lost. He's like, there's really two ways we can go. We can get upset or we can learn from it. And I know what I'm going to choose. And like, he's a complete badass. And I love the way he talks. Um, speaking of badasses, Josh. I met the Pro Bowl games, the newly imagined Pro Bowl games presented by Verizon. And there's, I'm on the sideline. I get access because I'm working it. And there's just every player ever who's there except you. They're all there. And it's really cool. And I love these guys. I get a tap on the shoulder. Hey, dude. And I turn. And it's our boy Dawson. And I've never met Dawson Knox before. And I've told you a million times he's my favorite Bill. This guy lives up to all the hype. He's so cool. He's so friendly. I love him. And he tells me that he and the linemen are in the middle of a 10 10-day trip in Las Vegas, which is unheard of. You know about this? I didn't know that he was there for 10 days. That's <laughs> I mean that I don't know what hell is, but I don't know if it could be worse <laughs> than 10 days. Right. That's <laughs> right. I um I said to him, I go, so like what clubs you have been to? And he's like I think all of them, <laughs> and they would just yeah. go to a different club every night. 
And it was just, I, and he's like, I heard that you had said that Josh is your favorite, second favorite Bill. And we were just busting chops, but such a badass, loved him. And I think he's setting a world record for 10 days in Las Vegas with the linemen, like all your guys doing God knows what. What do you think those nights are like? Uh, probably just, you know, reading their Bibles, playing, playing, uh, <laughs> right. gin rummy with each other, just hanging out, having a good time. <laughs> I think there's gin, and I think there's rum, and I think that's about all that's accurate about what you just said. And I'm jealous. I wish I could redo it. I love those dudes. Speaking of the Pro Bowl and your dudes, last time we talked, you felt very confident that you could win the long drive competition, which they were having in Las Vegas. As it turns out, the long drive competition was won by Jordan Poyer, who hit it 320. The guy whose home run derby you have won claimed to be a three handicap on the broadcast. Could you outdrive him, and could you beat him straight up? Three for Poe. That's what he said. That's what he said. That's that's an aggressive. If he wants to give me some strokes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh huh. Um and yeah, um, I would have won the. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I think you are more confident even as a golf ball driver than you are as a quarterback, and you're very confident as a quarterback. Three twenty is a good poke. Like you can just step up, rip that sucker, and you got it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I, especially in well, Vegas, the ball's flying further up there. Mm-hmm. It's probably it was pretty, pretty warm. I mean, three forty would have been the number to to beat. It's they had them on an elevated tee box too. You know how when you get up to one of those launching pads that's high like that. I think yeah. three forty, and God knows where the bounce goes after that. You got to do it next year if they do it. You got it. We'll see. <laughs> You were very coy when I asked about it last time, too, because I remember being like, so, Josh, are you going to do the Pro Bowl? And you oh, yeah, you know, there may be some other things that come up. As it turns out, um, you're playing golf at a, at a beach that has beautiful pebbles on it, and there was, like, some great, great ball busting with our guy, Rogers, number 12, in which there was accusations of more strokes or more rounds. He's in the middle of an interview, and, like, you just straight up bum-rushed it and just start wailing on him. He wails it back. Take me back to this. What's going on here? You know, they they got first. Um, a lot of people weren't very happy with how many strokes that he got. He got 10 pops, which is one more than what I got. He is a three handicap. I'm probably a nine or 10. Um, mm. So I think my number was pretty legit. His, however, I, I don't know if I can give him an extra seven pops. And I don't think he should get one more pop than I do. But that being <laughs> said, I had a great time with my man Keith Mitchell. Um, we ended up getting fourth place. Didn't get to do our fourth round due to weather. So who knows what, what would have happened. There's an asterisk next to that win, in, in my opinion, with Aaron. Always is. I get it. And there's so much bleep talking in golf. And there's, the handicap system is strange, and it's easy to fudge it, and it's easy to manipulate it. I look at you on the course, and I remember I, I once heard Charles Barkley was talking about this, that he is a Hall of Fame basketball player, and he says when he gets over a golf ball, he is so scared and he is so nervous and he loses all his composure. How do you keep it? Or are you nervous too, teeing off? You know what? I, I've been nervous before. I think this year um, I was actually pretty confident in, in how I was hitting the ball. So I wasn't, wasn't that nervous. And again, I think nobody cares as much as you do. That makes sense. So like when you're out there, like no one cares if you duff a shot, like you pick it up yeah. and you yeah <laughs> partner back so 
it's it's not super serious. And uh, you know, I was with a good group. I was with uh, Eric Church and Kevin Chapel, who's a Fresno yeah. guy. Kevin Chapel is so um, to be able to be out there and just you know hanging with the guys, not really caring where the ball goes, but just trying to have a good time. Hit a few good shots, hit a few bad ones, and we move on. You move on, and at some point after this long, beautiful, healthy offseason, you'll get back to football. And back to Rodgers. So I'm in New York. Big doings here. Big talks. What do you think of this idea that Rodgers could leave the Packers and join your division with the Jets? Yeah, we'll see. Um, We didn't talk too much about that. You know, I got a lot of respect and, yeah. and love for Aaron, one of the yeah. one of the idols that I came for a long time, and um, you know, grew up watching him and trying to emulate him. And um, you know, we I feel like we have a pretty good you know friendship relationship, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, we we he'll reach out to me, I'll reach out to him every once in a while, and, and just kind of see how we how each other's doing. Uh, I know he's on his wellness retreat, or he's about to go on his wellness retreat right now, um, whatever that is, and. Uh, We've got to figure some stuff out, but you know, if he joins them, um, you know, that's it's another good quarterback that we got in the division that you know, we're gonna have to, you know, play them well. And it doesn't matter really who's who's quarterback for them right now for for my sake because again, their defense is playing at such a high level. Uh, you know, I got to focus on on what they're doing on defense. You focus on the defense. The fact is. It's another good quarterback. It's a four-time MVP. It's the best I've ever seen in my life. We've talked about this before. I'm a Rodgers guy, too. I know he has his critics or whatever. Like, he is a bad, bad mother. This is a game changer. When you, you see that news, Rodgers joined the Jets, you're like, I think I better go get some throws in. Yeah. No, he, he definitely is. If he's not, you know, the, the most physically gifted quarterback to ever play the game in terms of what he's done and how he's been able to do it, I don't, I don't know who's up there with him. Um, but in terms of throwers of the football, he's probably number one to ever do it. The best. All right. So let's wrap this up. You mentioned this, and I say this as a mutual admirer of Rogers, a four day darkness retreat. He says is his plan. You go in a house and they close everything up and you sit in the dark for four days. Could you get down like this? Like what? I know every quarterback has their own different system. How, How would you roll with that? Um, I don't know if that would be for me. I need, I need sunlight. I need some, some brain stimulation. Um, I need some golf, some video games. I just need to be active doing something four days. Right. I could do maybe 12 hours. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> that, that's or two hours. Yeah, exactly. That's a long time. It's, it's, it's a long time just in normal conditions with the light and food and windows. Like to be, but listen, different dude. Do you find yourself like much different age than you two? 39 years old, certainly his perspective has changed since he was your age. Do you ever think, like, never mind what you think, I'm asking, what will you be doing at 39? Like, do you think you're still playing? And if you are, like, what, what's your rituals? It's hard to put yourself in that in that headspace because, of course, I'd love to to continue to play as long as I can. This is the only thing I've ever wanted to do. Um, but you start throwing in some outside factors, you know, relationships. If you've got kids, you know mm-hmm. what you want to do after your your football life. Um, I think those all kind of play into what I would be doing at thirty nine. Um, I don't have any of those right now. I don't have 
you know, kids or, uh, I guess, goals for after football. I'm still trying to work on the football thing. So um, as of right now, yeah, I, I hope I'd still be playing. It's such a stock question. Josh, what are you going to do when you retire? And I, I, you don't have an answer for that. Do you, do you not have that answer because you really don't know or because you feel like you owe it to yourself and everyone just to say I'm focused on the now? Well, yeah, I think plan B distracts from plan A, so um, don't yeah. really have a plan B. Um, but if I could give you an answer, it'd be joining the uh, Champions League tour and try to try to win some tournaments, but we're a long way from that. You're a sick puppy with the golf. You found something that you absolutely love, and I'm so happy for you. It's it's great. I know you also uh, you love movies. That's what we talk about. So as we say goodbye, have you gotten to sit down and watch the major motion picture Boogie Nights yet? I want you to watch this movie, and if you haven't, I, I want haven't you watched. To. Okay, I would probably not do it on Valentine's Day unless I don't know. Maybe you're freaky like that. It is it is about pornography. So. Josh, just get to it. I don't care when. Next couple weeks, next couple whenever. It's my favorite movie ever made. And so I want you to watch it at some point just because I, I want you to experience it. It's Wahlberg. It's your guy, John C. Riley. It's incredible. Watch Boogie Nights and give me something. Give me something right now. Okay. Just I, I want to do some, some art for you. What do you got? You want a, a movie for you to watch? Yeah, for me. Okay. Let's keep it on the golf side. Have you seen The Greatest Game Ever Played with Shia LaBeouf? No, 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 definitely not. Tell me, I should watch that. It's, it's, it's kind of a, it's a based on a real story. Um, it's a Disney movie, so it's slightly cheesy, but in terms of like, Fine. historically how golf kind of became so popular here, and um, he does such a good job with it. It kind of explains, you know, it was the U.S. Open, I believe, like one of the first ones, and there was this English yeah. dude that went on, and uh, he was an amateur, so he couldn't play for money. Um, and he's from this really poor family. His dad didn't want him to do it. Like you, it's, it's a very good, wholesome movie. That's something that your kids would like. Um, so yeah, okay. you can turn that on with them. All right. I need something wholesome that my kids will like. So it's, it's basically, it's not going to be the, 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 the tropics again with the semi-pro, which is cause that was awesome, but no, not for the kids. Yeah. Slightly cheesy dude is my middle name. We're going to be in Disney world in like 10 days. So like I'm into Disney, I'm into cheesy. I will watch the movie. I'm thrilled to see you. I'm thrilled to hear Sky. I hope you guys and Britt are doing well in Parts Unknown. Um, it's great to see you, man. Well, thanks so much. Great to see you too, Kyle. Hope you're, hope you're well. I'm trying to get Sky a little cameo here. Come on. Come on, Sky. Get up here, girl. She's fighting her guy. She wants to play fast. She gives me her toy and then she bounces. So she's over there waiting. All right. She wants you to chuck that sucker. Um, yeah. Someday we'll get Sky back on. Someday we'll get Brit on. Until then, we've got Josh, who is a big Journey fan, which I love, and he wants some Super Bowl halftime. I want Josh to be playing in that game. Dude, be careful, be safe, be happy, and enjoy a happy Valentine's Day tonight, man. My man, same to you. I love See you, 17. That's our guy. Always been our guy. Will always be our guy. Is it just me? Was I the only person really surprised when he said Journey should play Super Bowl halftime? I'm pro journey. I just thought he'd say one of his contemporaries. He's in off-season mode now. His wheels are turning. His cylinders are firing. He's thinking of all kinds of fun stuff. And we love Josh. Who knows when he'll be back? Hopefully soon. We love him. We love talking to him. We also love throwing darts here. It's what we do. Let's go to the sky cam. Get a view of the shot over there, over my shoulder. There it is. Hello, friends. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to grab a dart. Do that beautiful zoom in we do on the dartboard. 
our director of photography there is gonna get a nice shot of it. Whatever number I hit, that's the number of the topic that I will riff on right after this in three, two, one. Oh, it was close. I flirted with it. If I get a bullseye, I can just end the show. That's like three quarters of an inch. That's probably the closest I've come for the entire season. That's a 15 though. Number 15, quince, as they say in the Espanol. Topic number 15 is what? Draft prospect you were wrong about. That's pretty easy. So, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Whoops. Everybody was wrong about Mahomes. I'll tell you what, the year, there was a year, um, you know, this is, we're talking now five, six years ago when this went down, but uh, I had the benefit of Good Morning Football to having all these quarterbacks year after year come in to, they would come in representing Old Spice or something, and they had the Old Spice t-shirt on, and this was right before the draft when they were really just college kids still. And they would all come in studio in New York City and sit down, you'd ask them about anything you want. And we were all kind of talking as a show afterwards when we had done all those quarterbacks about who we liked and who we thought would be successful. You want to know who we thought would be incredible? I'm telling you, Deshaun Kaiser out of Notre Dame showed up like he was going to be president of the United States in the best possible way. He was huge. He was cool. He was smart. He was confident. He had a great vibe about him. He was great off camera. He was great on camera. Deshaun Kaiser, like, this guy's amazing. This giant athlete out of Notre Dame loved him. And he went to Cleveland. They went on 16. It was a really tough entry to leap for him. Mahomes left the set. We all looked around being like, I don't know about that guy. And I, I'll say this now. I've said this before. You know, <laughs> The voice, we're like, what is that? Like, that guy's gonna command a huddle. It's a little strange. Sorry, but it is. It was all the classic stuff you've heard about the Texas Tech. He threw a lot of interceptions. Didn't win and play massive games. It's just a, the bad history of Texas Tech that's now looks so ignorant, naive. But if we were to rank them all, and I, I mean, Deshaun Watson was really high too when he came out. He just seemed cool and he seemed athletic, and we were all enamored with what he had done at Clemson. But Deshaun Kaiser is the one that, that was that came off amazingly. And Mahomes were like, ah, I don't think so. Well, he just won a second MVP and a second Super Bowl. And we just heard one of his most talented contemporaries say that the league basically has to beat him if they want to do anything. So we were wrong, but that's the one I was wrong about, both in the positive and the negative. I'm not wrong about this. We'll be back here tomorrow in the same exact spot. Kyle Brandt's basement, a conventional episode. No Josh Allen, although he can crash if he wants. He's always welcome. Until then, I'm out of here. and go for a ride in the Peloton. You're out of here, too. Please exit through the garage. Do me a favor. Close the door on your way out.